In the beginning, there was darkness. Then, there was Paul Brown. Paul Brown transformed the game. Hello, Paul Brown here. Welcome to the first ever International Browns Podcast. Good morning, Indianapolis, if I said that correct. I'm here with Scott Petrak. Scott, you seem to be the only beat writer out there at the moment. How's it all going out there? Uh, there's a couple of us, um, but it's good. It's good. It's the first practice was yesterday. Um, nothing earth-shattering, but I think the players enjoyed going against another team, and it looked like some good work was getting done. Excellent. And uh, starting with the offense, any injuries or anything that we should be concerned about? Well, Odell Beckham Jr. has not been in team drills in more than a week in padded practices. So he set out again yesterday. Now he gets dressed and he goes through individual drills and then he just watches. And because it's been a few days now, there was some conversation after practice yesterday. He's got a hip injury, a team source told me. It's not the hip pointer, which is a bruise on the bone, but there's something else in there bugging him. Now, the Browns don't think it's serious. Um, I don't think he's going to play Saturday in the preseason game, and they hope he can get back out there, you know, in team drills soon. The concern there is, you know, after he missed a bunch of or didn't go to a bunch of the offseason practices, you just worry about the chemistry between him and Baker. And maybe it's fine, and maybe their talent overcomes it, but I think it is something to watch how quickly they can develop that chemistry when they haven't had a ton of reps together. Mm. Yes, yeah, a really good point, Scott. Do you think that um, Baker and uh, Odell were together off-season off when they didn't have to, uh, like down in L.A., for example? Yeah, I mean, they did a, I think they did a few days in L.A. and they did the same thing last year. I, I just think it's different when you're not – in the team drills together. So it's not 11 and 11. I mean, that's where you're looking for that specific timing. You know, I mean, they still run individual routes and they've done that, but, you know, when there's not a DB there, when there's not a corner, when you're not trying to fit it in between a corner and safety, I just think it's a different dynamic than when you're actually in quote-unquote game-like situations. So, you know, I don't think it's a big deal that they're not in the preseason together. But I think it could be – not even a big deal, but it could be an issue. And if they don't get a lot of work in between now and the regular season, just because, you know, this game comes down to timing and it's so precise that if, you know, Baker's, a, you know, a half step off on the throw to Odell on a slant, you know, maybe it's an incompletion. Maybe it's an interception. And the best duos, you know, the Peyton Mannings and Marvin Harrison's of the world, they spend years – perfecting that and Baker and Odell just haven't had that kind of time together. Have you seen much of uh, Callaway? I know he's suspended for the first four games. Is he still getting snaps and reps? No, because he's got a high ankle sprain, which uh, he yeah. suffered Yeah, he suffered in that preseason opener right before the news of the suspension came out. So he made the trip up here. I did not notice him yesterday. Um, I spent a lot of time watching the defense yesterday. But uh, you know, with a high ankle, I, my guess is he's not going to practice 
at all the rest of the preseason just because it usually takes, you know, four, six weeks. So Baker talked about it yesterday. He said that's the most, even more than the suspension, is the fact that Calgary's not able to practice. And with Odell not taking team reps, Jarvis hasn't taken a bunch, Calgary would have been getting good reps, but because of the ankle, he's not. And Baker said that was disappointing. Mm. So who is getting all the reps at the moment? Higgins and who else? Derek Willies and Jalen Strong. Those are your three guys getting the bulk of the reps with the starters. You know, Baker tried to find a silver lining and said, you know, that's good. These guys are getting reps with me and, you know, next man up, all that stuff. And it is. And if there comes a point in the season where Odell's hurt for a bit or Jarvis is hurt for a bit, then it's good that those guys work with Baker. And, you know, you always rotate receivers in, so these guys will get time. And it's useful determining who the, you know, fourth, fifth, and sixth receivers are going to be. But from a, how you best serve for week one against Tennessee, it would be getting Odell and Jarvis out there more. Yeah, and uh, are you almost certain, like myself, that Derek Willis is on this roster now? I am. You know, I could give me a scenario where he's not, and I would could buy that. But in my opinion, he's on this roster. And a part of that is, you know, he doesn't – the rest of the receiver core is, you know, I'm not going to say tiny, but they're not big. You know, I mean, Odell and Jarvis and Callaway, they're all like 5'11", 6 foot. And Derek Willies gives you a different dimension. You know, he's 6'4", he's lanky. Like he can help you in the red zone. And Jalen Strong's got a similar body. He's a little thicker and not quite as tall. But I, I, I like the idea of having a couple bigger body receivers than the rest of the bunch. And I, and I think that's why one of those two guys, and, may, and probably both those guys, Willies and Strong, wind up making the team. I heard that Hunt's back now uh, tr- training. How did he look? Yeah, you know what? He had a couple. He came back to team drills Monday after that groin injury to start camp. And then he had a couple real nice runs and a catch on the screen pass. Like I said, I watched a bunch of the defense yesterday, but I did try to see Bulls fields at times. And the one I caught him busting through, making a real long run. And then I heard he made a one-handed catch on a screen and showed real good burst. So, you know, it's good to have him back. And Baker said the same thing. He said, we need to get this guy reps because then he's going to be gone forever. You know, he's gone for eight weeks to start the year. You need to get him up to some kind of speed because he's not, you know, it's not only that they're not playing those first for Callaway four games for Hunt eight games, they're not allowed to practice. So they can train somewhere else and maybe they'll be around the team. We don't know that, but they're not practicing with the team, period. And if that's the case, at some point, you got to get the guy some reps. Yeah, got you. Well, let, let's move on to the uh, defense. Oh, before I do, do you see anything in the tight end room that we should discuss or was it all quite standard? Well, yeah, I mean, Demetrius Harris is back after the concussion. And looked good yesterday. I guess he caught a bunch of passes underneath. But they need depth there. And, and I'm not sure. You know, they signed Rico Gathers, who didn't do much in Dallas. And we'll start the season on a one-game suspension. Uh, I had a little thing in my camp plug last night that I'm watching the Colts, and they got a bunch of tight ends, and they're big, and they look fast. It, it wouldn't shock me if John Dorsey tried to get one of those guys because I think that's – I think – when I look at the Browns' tight ends, I don't know who the number three is. If they keep four, I certainly don't know who the number four is going to be. Yeah, okay, got you. 
Um, yeah, moving on to the, the defence. I heard that um, uh, my man uh, Lawrence got a bit of an injury yesterday. Do you, know how, <laughs> do you know the extent of that at all? We don't. And it's weird because I saw somebody had that on Twitter. I watched, I watched the defence almost all day, and I did not see that happen. So I'm going to have to verify that today because I was standing there for the whole thing. I saw him, at least I swear that I saw him late in practice with the rest of the D linemen. So I'm going to need to get that verified. I'm not saying it's not true, but I did not see it happen. And if it, if he is hurt, that would be a shame because he was having a really good camp. And I would argue that he would have made the team if, you know, let's just, well, you know, if this happened to be an injury that knocked him out. If it's not, I think he's headed to making this team. He's been that good. Excellent. Uh, yeah, and what else do you see on the defense side there, uh, Scott? Well, you know, Denzel Ward is almost in the same situation as Odell. We don't know the exact injury, but he's got a lot of drills. He thinks he'll be fine when you need him to be fine. Um, you just worry about a guy that had a couple injuries last year. You know, is this something that's going to crop up? And it's only year two. So I don't think you can get ahead of yourself, but it's something to keep an eye on. Um, I did see Jannard Avery, the second-year defensive end, had a nice couple of real nice plays yesterday. He had a sack where he blew off the edge. Then he had one where he rushed in, in the I forget which quarterback it was, tried to throw it, and Avery jumped and batted it way over the quarterback's head. So, you know, he missed camp early with an ankle injury, and he looks back, and he even took some first-team reps where – they went with Garrett and Avery at end, and then Chris Smith and Olivier Vernon at tackle. And that wow. Four kind of speed rushers. Yeah, I like that look. Wow. Good. And uh, how, how did it look against the uh, uh, Colts O-line with that lineup? Yeah, I think, you know, they got some pressure in the team drills. I, I think over in Quentin Nelson wasn't playing for the Colts. He's got an ankle, so that was a little – Disappointing. It would have been fun to see him. He's an all-pro as a rookie last year. Overall, I thought the defense was fine. They gave up some completions. That's how Greedy had an up and Greedy Williams had an up and down day. He gave up, you know, too many completions. I think, if you're in my opinion, but then he'd make a couple plays. So I think they, I think you have to get used to playing a different team. You get so comfortable, or it just becomes a habit when you're playing your own guys that it was an adjustment yesterday and you could see the Colts, you know, they were able to move the ball intermittently against the Browns defense. Mm. And the depth in the cornerback room, do you see anything different than um, them taking five cor- five cornerbacks? Can you see them taking six? Um, has Don- Donnie Lewis got the last spot, you think? That's interesting. I could see a scenario where they take six, you know, if those guys are special teamers and depending on how the injury situation is. I mean, the top four are locked in, right, with Ward, Williams, Mitchell, and Carey. You know, I think – I mean, that's tough. You know, nobody's – Philip Gaines, I think, would be the fifth guy. He gives you some versatility because he can play in the slot and they don't have – you know, Greedy, Ward, and Mitchell don't play in the slot. So it's Carey and then Philip Gaines. They're working Eric Murray. It's a nickelback sum. So I just don't know who that fifth and sixth guy is. You can make a case for Donnie Lewis. He's still playing catch up after missing the offseason with that foot injury that he suffered before the draft. 
So I don't know. You know, that's a spot where you could even see them maybe make a waiver claim because I don't know if they feel super comfortable with that fifth and sixth guy. Excellent. All right. And how's the kicking? Last thing, how's the kicking been looking? Yeah, you know, it's been better. You know, you know we need to see him in a game again because it's a whole different atmosphere. And, you know, the kick in the dome on, even though the, the roof might be open, but the dome's a pretty easy place to kick on Saturday, so you shouldn't have misses. But yesterday they were both five for five. The last practice we watched, I think Joseph was six for six and Cybert was five for six. So you see an improvement there, and I still think Greg Joseph has been – there's no doubt that he's been better. The only question is, you know, will they keep – will they give the edge to Cybert just because of the draft pick? And I've been saying forever that they can't afford to do that because that position is so important. Excellent. And, Scott, is the food better in Cleveland or uh, in Indianapolis? Oh, well, you know what? We're a little outside the city, but I'm going to say Cleveland. Cleveland's got a good food scene. I do like Indy, but Indy's got a lot of chain places, you know. Um, Outside of St. Elmo's, it feels like a bunch of chains. So, I'm going Cleveland. Excellent. All right, Scott, uh, training's at 4 o'clock today, if I'm correct? Yes, sir. All right. Get ready, and thanks a lot for the update. Makes me really nice to speak to you, Scott, as always. All right, thanks. Go Browns, thanks very much.